0: Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and another midweek installment of Bullet Points. This week in the UK, it's Eating Disorder Awareness Week. And as someone who only came to realize that my food issues were an eating disorder and not a lack of self-control and greed, I wanted to talk about it in case it could help someone else find their path to recovery.
1: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a t-shirt
0: So it's Eating Disorder Awareness Week here in the UK at the time of this podcast going live. So the week beginning the 26th of February. And truthfully, I wasn't going to talk about it. I had intended completely to swerve the topic because a little while ago, someone in the Facebook group said they felt that my weight loss had become my identity and that it was dominating every conversation. Now, fair point. You listen to this podcast, you think that then I'm going to take it on board. But I have to be honest, it did sting. So I had to ask myself why. And the truth is, identifying and overcoming my eating disorder is probably the biggest hurdle I've ever overcome. And for three decades, it was a hurdle I kept not even falling over, just falling in front of. The relief I feel is almost indescribable to have overcome that hurdle. The way I actually feel, because I can now participate in my own life for the first time... It's something I really struggle to put into words, although obviously maybe I've tried too much. So I can completely understand why this would seep into my content in a way that might feel unnecessary to someone listening. But the thing is, is this for me has been and continues to be life changing. So since that post, I have actually been very mindful of not bringing it up in any conversation, even when I felt it might be relevant or could add another layer to a conversation with a podcast guest, because I want to respect what you, my most excellent listeners want. And I need to stress this. I don't think this person meant, anything negative. I don't think it was in any way trolling or to make me change my content or hurt my feelings. I think it was a fair observation based on where they are. And I do encourage these kind of comments and opinions in the Facebook group because I think sharing different views and being open to what other people think is really important. However, as I went through the inbox the other day, so many messages were from people who find themselves where I was a few years ago, completely consumed by thoughts and feelings about food, their body, their weight, their shape, and desperately asking for a way out. So this is my way of saying that if you do find the fact that I talk about my experience with overcoming an eating disorder and finally making peace with and nurturing my body a bit boring and you don't want to hear it in every episode, then I I do understand and I will be mindful not to bash you over the head with it. But given how many people do come here or to my Instagram or my website for this kind of content, it feels churlish not to at least respond to that in some way. And given that it's Eating Disorder Awareness Week, it feels like the right time. Furthermore, I am a trained journalist and it's always my aim with any content, even the deeply emotional stuff, to leave you with something helpful, something you can use or pass on so that our time spent together feels like a fair exchange. So with all of that said, what I want to say in this episode of Bullet Points is that I have a binge eating disorder. It doesn't neatly fit into a precise definition of eating disorder, but I have enough ticks on the chest list, chest list? checklist to know that this is something I have. And more people struggle with binge eating disorders than with anorexia nervosa and anorexia bulimia combined. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that or know that. But while we know what those two disorders look like, so severe food restriction and then binging and purging, binge eating disorder, the way that it presents, often gets dismissed as greed, lack of self-control, gluttony and laziness. It's why I didn't actually say the words out loud for a good year or so after I realized what I was dealing with because it felt fraudulent too when I know people who have fought for their lives or who are fighting for their lives with eating disorders. One of the sweetest and most hilarious people I ever met in my time on magazines, Nikki Graham, who if you're in the UK, you will absolutely know her from Big Brother. Who is she? Who is she? She's no longer with us. She died because she was consumed by her eating disorder. So even when I can look at a diagnosis, I can look at the signs and admit how it impacts me, how life limiting it was, how it has been so, so awful, I still minimize my own disordered eating as somehow not legitimate in comparison. Eating disorders are mental illnesses. In the case of binge eating disorder, it's to quote the sort of the definition, it's where people eat very large quantities without feeling like they're in control of what they are doing. So it's a little bit like phase one of bulimia. There's no purging afterwards. For me, it presented as a complete preoccupation with food, but also with my weight, my size, my shape. Much of the time, I would try to go for as long as possible without food. I'd feel great the longer I could go without it. I was like, yeah, I'm finally winning. I'm like thin people. I don't want to eat today. Woohoo! Only to inevitably gorge on it once I did start eating. I couldn't tell you what feeling I was expecting to find or quiet or calm when I started eating. But I do know that I never found it at the bottom of a huge bag of crisps. I never found it at the bottom of a pint of ice cream. And it never made sense when I was eating scraps out of the bin because, dear listener, I have done that more than I care to admit. And worse still, sometimes it would be two or three trips to the bin. Again, I don't know what I was trying to find, but what I was hoping was there, but it was never there. I started my recovery after breast reduction surgery when I had a general anaesthetic and an operation that required six weeks of recovery, only to look in the mirror and still hate what I saw. I could no longer hide from the fact that the issue was food. Yes, I had body dysmorphia, but I had focused so much on an operation to reduce the size of my breast because that was much easier than confronting the real issue. My behaviours around food. Seeing myself in the mirror post-op looking like Homer Simpson with implants was the very expensive wake-up call I needed. I had nowhere else to look. The thing I'd been avoiding the most, the food issue, was now my only way out of three decades of shame. And nearly five years on, I have completely changed my relationship with food. I no longer treat my body like a dumpster fire, and I eat and work out to make it stronger. As a consequence, it has changed shape, and listener, I am no longer Homer Simpson's shape, but it is the effort to support it that is the greatest win, not the way it looks, It's important to tell you though that recovery isn't linear. I have and will continue to relapse. And these relapses can look like tiny shifts in behaviour. Not plating up my food, eating, standing up at the kitchen counter, constantly going to the fridge to look for something, whatever that might be. It's taken time and effort, but I can now catch those shifts and get back to a normal of fueling myself in a way that's efficient, supports my training and tastes incredible. And I know this part of my story doesn't chime with everyone, but for me, the disordered eating showed up as weight gain. When I would gain weight, it would be a sign that I was using food to cope, to feel something, to self-soothe, a plethora of things. In my case, eating to excess, eating to numb, was self-harm. When I've heard people in the past talk about cutting as self-harm, the feeling they describe isn't dissimilar to how a binge made me feel. Unlike cutting as self-harm though, it's much harder to hide eating or binging as self-harm because it eventually shows up for people to see. And that's why when it's misunderstood as greed or laziness, it's just so unjust and unfair. Feeling like this every day about something you need to survive is exhausting. And the reason I do talk about it and will continue to talk about it is because it's a topic that still sits in the dark. Bryony Gordon, the journalist, has written a book about her experiences with it, which I can't wait to read, which is going to go a long way to making this a much more widely spoken about topic. And eating disorder charities and organisations such as Beat Eating Disorders, the um, Beat Eating Disorder Support, sorry, the Nightingale Hospital, ORI, etc. are all doing incredible work to raise awareness. So all of this is to say that if you've been dieting all your life, yo-yoing in weight, saying no more than you say yes because of your insecurities about how you look and feel, or you're just preoccupied with all of these things all of the time and it informs every decision that you make, then there may be an issue that can be addressed. And I understand it's not easy admitting that you have an eating disorder or saying, going to someone and saying, I think I might. But much like my diagnosis for depression and anxiety a few years ago, and don't think I don't realise it's all linked, knowing where I was, i.e. knowing that I had an eating disorder, meant that there was a path to recovery. And listeners, that gave me so much hope, which is what I want to pass on to you. The show notes contain links to incredible resources. If any of this makes any sense to you, then please use them. And if they don't apply to you, but they may help someone you love, please do share them that's everything for bullet points this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for commenting on all my posts and subscribing and spreading the word about the podcast. I appreciate it hugely. And I will see you on the next one.